you're welcome. Uh, man, I'm so excited to be here today, Kevin. It is going to be a special day. Did you say, hey, you're welcome? Hey, you're welcome. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, I was talking to you. What a great way to enter a room. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. <laughs> hilarious. Welcome. You're listening to Leading Hill Podcast. My name is VJ Williams. Here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. Uh, the easiest way to remember is to hit that subscribe button on or your favorite. Or that it is Wednesday. <laughs> or you get the automatic. Oh, I see. There you go. I on your On your favorite what? Podcast platform, podcast go. platform, and also podcast share. platform, <laughs> podcast platform. Also share this with a friend on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. And also please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Kevin, it is episode VJ. 116 today. Yeah. 116 title. The Trap of Experience. Ooh, I'm intrigued. I'm excited about this one. So this is uh, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about the tendency that you have that someone goes, hey, let's go eat here. And you go, no, I'm not going to eat there. I had this here and it was terrible. Or my server was rude to me and I'm never, ever going back again for as long as I live. It's a tendency to go like, oh, you got to meet so-and-so. Oh, no, they're a jerk. <laughs> no, I thought they were I, th- I thought they were not. No, no, they said this that one time and then yep. it's the tendency we have yep. to assume that the one experience we had with something, something, someone is how it always is. And so we're labeling it like this. The trap of experience is to universalize what is unique. To universalize what is unique. It is when you take your perspective, your observation, your experience, and to assume that what you have experienced as true is always true for everyone forever. Forever. (laughs) And so this is what we're saying. So imagine it like this. Uh, Imagine you have a chart uh, with a bunch of data points on it. Okay. So you have all these data points and the data points show you trends over time. Okay. Not necessarily a straight line. They show trends where things are headed, how things are. A single data point is accurate, but a single data point is not comprehensive. That is so important to understand. A single data point is true, but it is not as true as the trend. It's accurate but it's not comprehensive. And so this is our tendency, is your experience, my experience, is a single data point within a large totality of other data points. And the trap of experience is to assume that my single data point is now true of everyone and the most valid data there is over time on the whole, okay? The trap of experience is to universalize what is unique. And so it's to go, hey, this restaurant may have five stars. But my experience was bad, so it must always... This person has a lot of friends. People like them. They seem really kind. Other people have good things to say about it. But they felt like a jerk to me once, so they must be a jerk. I'm not willing to give it a second option, a second opinion, a second look. Uh, There's this famous illustration 
of um it, it's it's kind of a goofy thing okay so just hang with me for a second um but these monks were walking along and they were blind monks oh man i know this just got weird and cheesy but just <laughs> hang with me for a second because it's been told many times and i've always remembered it okay and they walk up to this thing and the, the one grabs it, he goes oh it's a it's a tree it's strong and it's oak like another one walks up and he goes oh, it's some sort of like brush it's all like hairy and floppy another thing walks up and he goes no it's like it's like soft and and it's like bendable. And what they had done is they walked up to an elephant, not knowing it was an elephant. And the one had walked up to the leg and he says, it's strong and it's oak-like. And the other one had walked up to the tail and says, no, it's brush-like. The other one had walked up to trunk and said, no, it's soft and it's bendable. Other one walked up to a tusk and goes, no, it's like a spear, it's sharp. Now, all of them are true, okay? All of their experiences are accurate, but they're not comprehensive. They don't tell the whole story. And so the one can't look at the other one and go, no, you're completely wrong. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's strong and it's oak-like. It's like a tree. Because, yes, it, it was true there, but it, it these other things can also be true. Now, here's, here's our tendency, is we take our experience and we assume it's true for everything at all times. And the danger is, is no matter what level of experience we have with different things, we assume what we have experienced is the only data point that matters. And um, I, I want to just kind of upend something real quickly is you may be hearing this, you may be thinking, oh, I know so-and-so, they do this. And you ready? You do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do this. Yep. We all do this. Don't don't have the tendency in a second to go, no, 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 this is so-and-so's issue. They really need to work this. Every single one of us does this. I have a tendency of assuming that my perspective, my opinion, my observations are the most valid source of data there is. And I get it because I've experienced them. Okay. Because I'm the one who went through them. But just because I've experienced them doesn't mean that other data points, other experiences, other people's perspectives aren't equally valid and this is incredibly dangerous because if you do this if you fall into the trap of experience which we all do in some way but Always. if you do this okay you are one wrong <laughs> and two stuck yeah like if you do this you are absolutely wrong in some ways because you see what is you see the single data point instead of the comprehensive picture of the trend of where something's headed but that also means you're stuck. You're unable to see, and this is where we're really going to dive into today. You're unable to see what else is true. Oh, that's a good phrase. Yes, your point is true, but what else is true? Yeah. What else is maybe even the truer picture of what's taking place about that person, that experience, that thing going on? And so the trap of experience really gets into the issue of ignorance. And here's what I want us to land and then have a conversation about. And this is the phrase that I want you to be able to stick with is to say the greatest source of your wisdom is your awareness of your ignorance. Okay. Your yeah. ignorance, what you don't know, your awareness of how ignorant you are is the greatest source of wisdom that you have. We all fall into this fallacy, this idea, that as soon as I have a little bit of knowledge, I have all the knowledge I need. I mean, we get this, like, oh my gosh, yeah. to say like someone who's like a freshman in college is brilliant. Someone who's a junior understands how much they don't know. We do this at every level. You'll watch people underneath you go, no, I get it. No, I know what to do. I, I laugh because I the other day, I took my kids out into the driveway. And I said, hey, I want to show you how to shoot. And they go, we know how to shoot. Oh, 
No, you don't. You yeah. know how to throw the ball up in the air, and sometimes <laughs> it goes in. But that doesn't mean you know how to shoot. Right, right. There's more to learn. Oh, hear that. No. There's more to learn. Yeah. And if you think you have learned all that you need to know, then you're wrong and you're stuck. Yeah. And so it's developing a really healthy relationship of going, hey, I'm probably ignorant. How many of us think we're experts when we're actually amateurs? Yeah. That's and good. that becomes so dangerous. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the, you know, it's that's it's funny you talk about the experience piece, especially when what when you say we're not want the experts. It's like you know, this is episode uh, one sixteen. Uh, we're better than episode three. Yep. But we did. We're not. We don't know anything about what we should be at episode four hundred. Yes. Like we don't know. Like absolutely, we're building it along the way, and we're certainly not going to be. Uh, acting like experts along the way as we do something we've never done before. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the reason we talked about, you you said I had a lot of talk about the uh, restaurants and all that, and I think about the trap experience, the way you've titled this, and it's the reason this is partially, not fully in all circumstances, but partially the reason we have the term, you don't get a, 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 a second chance at a first impression. Oh, that's good. Like we, why? Why is that? Because our culture is saying, "Nope, screwed up. We're done." Yep. Like we can't. There's no way that person could make it better the second time. Yeah. No way. Which is a is like you go, oh, that matters for first impression, but it's a horrible statement on our culture, right? Because we're saying yes. as soon as someone has an opinion, right, it's set in stone and you're written off. That's what, and that's what our culture says. Now yeah. it's important for us to know it. Because if we have hospitality needs, Mm -hmm. then we need to know that's how the culture is. But that doesn't mean that the culture is good because of it. So let me give, uh, let me give in a very unhealthy way my frustration. Okay. And then you talk me back and find the conversation in a healthier spot. Okay. Okay. Because um, this is what like oh this is this is a long time ago. Okay. So this is not a recent thing. But I remember (laughs) um, I, I got off the platform after preaching. And someone came up and they were guests and I just greeted them. I was like, Hey, it's great to meet you. First time here. Yeah. We talked for a second. And then the, the guy, the husband looked at me and he goes, Hey, when you said this, you should have said it this way. Mm. <laughs> I thought in my head, I thought first off, how many sermons have you preached? Yeah. Second off, I could give you a thousand reasons why that wouldn't work. Yeah. Because you may have heard someone do it like that before, but I've got a long list of reasons why I won't do it that way, and it's actually a bad idea. But but like just to look there to go, the audacity. Right. To go, hey, let me correct you. Right. Let me tell you. And you go, I, I, not to it. This is not toot my own horn, but like you go ten thousand hours to be an expert. I've got my ten thousand hours of public speaking in at this right. point in time. Right. I've done the reps. Right. You've listened to a couple, so you want to... And so, like, I'll see things like that. I'll see criticism of organizations. Organizations that I've led, that I'm a part of. Organizations that I'm not a part of, that I haven't led. And I'll see this criticism, and there is just this sense from so many people of this... I don't even know how to describe it. This supremacy of their own opinion, and because they have an opinion that they think it's valid. Yeah. And I got to be cautious of that in myself. Sure. And this is maybe the more helpful turn within this is to go, I know I've criticized people for jobs that I have no idea how complex they are. Yeah. I know I've criticized things. I know I've criticized coaches of teams that I follow for not using their timeouts appropriately. (laughs) I have never been a head coach of a football team. Right. So to go, I've got an opinion. Yeah. Why do I think my opinion is so meaningful when I don't have the experience and the repetitions in the role to know everything else that comes with it? Yeah. So what do you what do what do you end up doing um, to help 
guard against those decisions of, of saying that because that's really what we're trying to figure out here. Oh, is shoot. Because uh, <laughs> that's the helpful turn that you should have taken it, but yeah. I don't have an answer for that. Well, that's well, so I, I, I mean, so uh, there's a few people here uh, you're completely open to um, at any time feedback about the public speaking that sermon. Yes. To, to get. So. Um, you have, and maybe that wasn't a strength of yours at one point. I don't know. You've always been that way here. Um, but was there a turn in your life? You're like, no, I need to solicit feedback to these people who I trust because they know what I need more than I do because I'm up there and they're receiving it. Yeah. What, 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 what turn? I'll be honest with you. I was always, I was always good at that. Okay. I always, because I wanted to be great at it. Right. And I knew I couldn't do it without other people's opinions. Right. Yeah. I think it's probably the areas that I... I don't know if this is accurate for everyone. This is true for me. So right. this is my well, data point. It's the things that I care about less that I have a tendency to spout off my opinion with no actual understanding of the situation. Uh, yeah. I've never been a politician. Yeah. I got opinions. I've yeah. shared them. Not here because that's not the place for it. Yeah. But you go, I've got so much on those different things. I, I get concerned that um, so much of our entertainment today yeah is talking head rants right that's what all of sports all of politics all of business yeah talking head if you want to take it as a clip it better be a rant and so we have some way equated that with intelligence yeah and it's not yeah it's just not yeah i i for me i know that you know uh because i did the same thing for almost 20 years um that it's very easy for me to be susceptible to that that thought pattern, yeah, which is, yeah, you've just graduated from this, or you're just entering this field, and you're gonna try to tell me that there's a better way. I try not to do that anymore, right? Like I try to, That's I want good. to listen to at least their hypothesis of what it is, and in and I, you know, unless it's going to derail the entire operation, right? Yeah. You usually let people see, let them make their own mistakes. But mm-hmm. depending on what that is, I think at the end of the day, uh, people are experts in certain fields, and you should let them be. But with the regard that if it's if it's going to sink the ship, that you've got to stop. Them. So, so let me say it like this though: is to say, it is imperative for the senior leader, for the person yeah. who is experienced, to understand that there's still stuff they're ignorant of, and they need to stay open to fresh eyes. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's the one side. Yes, that's so important. But it is just as important that the senior leader who has more experience not only stays open, but doesn't breed a level of arrogance in the fresh eyes yeah. that goes, oh, you've got nothing to learn, we're just here. And I think there's this tendency to go, so I see it in myself, and, and I go, I when I was younger, I had more opinions yeah. than I had understanding. Yeah. I still have a decent amount of opinions now, but I've got a lot more understanding, and so I'm less prone to share those opinions yeah. in certain areas. Yeah. And to go, at some point in time, it was helpful for me. I'm not saying like hy- hypothetically, I'm saying it actually happened for me to be corrected. Yeah. And to go you don't know what it's like to be in that spot. Right. You know, and I'm not saying that we need this like uprising of people to go, you don't know. Like that's, <laughs> that's not helpful. Let's do that. That's not there at all. But to say at all times, it is, it is helpful to be able to say, I don't know enough about that to comment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
That doesn't happen ever. Yeah. And say, I, I know enough about that. Ask better questions. Ready? Ready? Uh, like, you're always going to have an opinion on it. Sure. But you may not know enough to comment. Right. And it's okay to go, I have an opinion, but um, I don't have enough understanding to make a, a comment. That's yeah. a skill that most people don't have. Um, that I probably need to develop a lot more personally. Probably me too. To be honest, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, oh, go good. This but, whole episode was for you. This is yes. my back channel way of going about it. For I you. like it. I like it. That <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, this you, is just <laughs> you did say you did say this though. Uh, you, you said this is dangerous, and, and just talking about the trap of experience. And everyone that we know has experience in doing something. Yeah. And you said this, and I think this is where we need to kind of frame this conversation for the next three minutes. Is the danger is you're going to eventually be wrong, but the far bigger thing being wrong that's fine. fine you can overcome of it right we're all wrong at some point watch the last episode yep. or the two episodes ago and, and you don't want to continually be wrong but you will be wrong you but will the far far more damaging dangerous place to be is you're stuck in doing it the way you've always done it yeah no that's that's dead on talk Take more a, talk about that yeah. danger because i think that's where people will maybe be able to wreck reflect individually about their experience and go, man, I, I don't want to be stuck in the way I'm doing something if there's something I don't know that will make it better. Yeah, and, and to say, like, if we could maybe uh, live in a healthy level of fear to say, I have to be bold. Yeah. I have to take risks. Yeah. But I am unwilling to be wrong and stuck. Yeah. I'm willing to be wrong. Right. <laughs> I'm unwilling to be wrong and stuck because then you're just wasting away years of your life. Yeah. Because you're operating on assumptions that aren't correct. You're operating on practices that no longer work. Right. And and maybe the piece on there is you go, like, the value that I have is not of my own in ignorance. The value that I have is of my potential impact. Yeah. And if I don't, if I'm not aware Ooh. of the level of my ignorance, I will never be able to fully live into the level of my potential impact. All right. Now here, now we're going. Now we're moving. Now, now we're moving. Because here's where it's putting on my thought. I don't ever want to get to the place listening from a faith context. I don't ever want to get to the place where I continually, God has put a call on my life to bring one more person like me, VJ, yeah. to, to his to his relationship with him. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ever get to the place where I rely on all the other times at work to get the, that guy to oh, come to good. church, right? Because then I will get stuck in trying to think God works the same way all the time, and my experience will dictate my uh, my ability to reach people for Him. Yep. And I don't want that on mine. I don't. When I meet Jesus, I don't want to go up to Jesus and go, "Yeah, you told. I just did it this way the full whole time because you're not very creative, God. Yep. Yep. Jesus, you're not very creative, so I don't want to do it any different way. Yeah. I, I don't ever want that on my life. I find myself uh, more critical. In becoming increasingly critical of people's direction and preferences, catering to their preferences, and far less critical of their actual approach. Yeah. And to go like, man, I used to years ago be like, oh no, this is how it, no, this is how it's to be done. And now I'm at a spot like, I don't really care how you're doing it. But if you're going that way, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I can say that with certainty. Yeah. If your life is leading that direction towards selfishness and it's more about comfort and preferences than yeah. anything else, yeah. that's incorrect. Now how you go the other way, I really got no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I always say it for me, like, my experience is the starting point. That's it's so oh, It's good. never, never going to get me where I need to go. That's good. I so, love it. That's it. Wrap it up, man. That's it. The uh, 116, the trap of experience. Cool. I just, I just want to give that phrase once again if you're driving along so it'll stick with you. The greatest source of your wisdom is your awareness of your ignorance. There are things you don't know. 
the more you're aware of what it is you don't know or the level of your ignorance, the greater opportunity you have to learn, to grow, to make sure you're not wrong and stuck, which is the worst spot you could be in. Ah, oh, so good. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast, haven't yet subscribed and mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate, and review. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. And uh, we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life or business. If you have a story, all you have to do is log on to leadinghope.online and click that contact. Send it to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone, everyone. has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. <laughs> <laughs>